Does the idea of a sport SUV seem like a contradiction in terms? Well, the sound you just heard was not a race car, a traditional sports car, or even a hot sedan. It was the Range Rover SVR with a supercharged 5-litre V8 engine. It seems even more of a contradiction when you realise that Land Rover has a long tradition of building sturdy and capable four-wheel drives and has continued to develop some very advanced technology to let you take your car off-road which remains as part of this vehicle as well. Yet here is a beast with 405 kilowatts of power, that's 543 horsepower in the old measure, and with 680 newton metres of torque, which is enough pulling power to tow a horse trailer, even if you are carrying Clydesdales. All of which will take this 2.3 tonne vehicle from 0 to 100 kilometres an hour in just 4.7 seconds without the horse trailer. Before we become too analytical about the vehicle, what sort of impact does it have from someone who drives normal, practical vehicles? My mate Colin sat in the passenger seat as we went around the block. We started out gently as we moved through the city, but then we just had to accelerate quickly to get up to the open speed limit. What was his response? I thought, uh, wow, this is why you're paying a lot of money. <laughs> I loved the sound of it. It sounded almost, uh, I loved that burble and the grunt that it uh, that had in it, that sort of put you back in the seat acceleration. I, um, yeah, yeah, I just thought, wow, that's, uh, that's very, very impressive, especially for a, you know, a decent sized car. Now, you and I have been around for a few years. Did that, that sort of rumbling sound pass your mind back to your youth in any way? Oh, yes. Oh, yes, yes, yes. There's nothing quite like the sound of a uh, a burbling V8. Yeah, when you accelerate in it, it just uh, it goes like a scalded cat. It's lovely. It's just, um, it's pretty, pretty impressive. You're a tall lad. You found that uh, there was reasonable room to get into, a little hard to climb into, but not bad once you're in there. No, look, I, no, I actually found it was okay. To, to get into I, I think I, I, I don't recall sort of having any uh, any difficulties I thought it was pretty good to uh, yeah pretty easy for me for someone who's a little bit shorter with those 22 inch wheels that uh, might they might find a little bit of a um, little bit of a climb but uh, yeah it's six foot two I, I found it quite quite easy and quite roomy on the head it wasn't uh, too cramped yeah plenty plenty of headroom yeah I was in a jag recently and that was wasn't much headroom in that but uh, no there was plenty of headrooms because it had the sunroof and um, normally anything with a sunroof for me and my head my head hits it. Now you actually ride a Harley for your entertainment is there a similarity to that was there a feeling not wind in your hair but perhaps grunt? Yes yes that low down grunt and the uh just the acceleration of it would probably give Mahali a bit of a run for its money, I think. <laughs> but it is not all about brute power. It is a luxury vehicle, although it is hard not to come back to performance in a vehicle that will, under acceleration, lift its nose and run like the wind. So can we get a more diagnostic evaluation? Motoring writer Alan Zervis and I have had the pleasure of driving this vehicle. Alan, I found sitting in the car was uh, more like a lounge than just a normal vehicle. 
Yeah, as with most Range Rovers and most Jaguar Land Rover products, it feels like a uh, like a club. It's, mm. it, they're just beautiful seats. The dashboard had leather across it, and it seemed like it was reaching a style rather than just tacking on a few bright baubles. Yeah, it was designed like that from the beginning. You know, a lot of um, car makers will just do soft coverings on the posh models, whereas this was designed that way from the word go. The outside of it, do you think it looks stylish enough, aggressive enough? How would you describe it? I think it looks fabulous. The the really big wheels, and they've got some exclusive colours that are just SVR colours. There's a, a black pack that makes it look even more aggressive, and I like the sort of squareness, the solid uh, kind of tank-like um, stance on the road. The engine, it is a performance engine, perhaps not something you would expect from an SUV? No, I wouldn't, uh, and it's it's an absolute star. It's obviously a, an engine used elsewhere in um, Jaguar Land Rover and comes in various tunes as well, so you can get different power levels and so forth out of it. But it propels, what, two-and-a-half-tonne car in under five seconds to 100. It does sound right too, doesn't it? Sounds awesome. It sounds brilliant and better in sport mode. <laughs> Yes, you can press a button that makes the exhaust sound even louder. I must say the 16-year-old was keen to make sure that switch was on. I've got to tell you, the 16-year-old in me had it on all the time. (laughs) (laughs) And I'd like to say there's a car that uh, is in the car park at our place. And uh, whenever I bring something that's got a decent engine home, it sets off the alarm in that car. Uh, even if I just idle past. So uh, I always make sure the, the, the button's on the loudest to make the alarm go off. And that was motoring writer Alan Zervis. Perhaps it's not possible to get an evaluation entirely without emotion for such a vehicle. The fuel consumption was rated at the combined cycle of 12.8 litres per 100, but it peaks at 18.3 litres per 100 around the city. The recommended retail price is $194,415.08. To get it on the road, including an extra $40,000 for the luxury car tax, will set you back about a quarter of a million dollars all up, depending on which state of Australia you purchase it in. For example, in the Northern Territory, it's a steal at $245,400, while the most expensive state is Western Australia at a smidgen under $253,600. The fuel consumption doesn't seem to matter anymore.